Hi, I'm Graham Lasso, and you're listening to Eat, Sleep, Chelsea, Repeat with Chris, Craig, and Brady. It's the Eat, Sleep, Chelsea, Repeat preview pod. As we look ahead to Crystal Palace away on Monday night in the Premier League, we get to watch the whole league play before we get to play Palace on Monday night, and we will potentially have a chance to go up to two points behind seventh depending on results, which uh, look like they could be going our way um, with cu- a couple of tough games for the, the sides above us here. To quickly talk injuries before the game, as we always do, the injury report is down to seven, which I believe is the lowest since September. I think we've seen this uh, injury report down to seven players, seven first-team players, for a long, long time anyway. And I know it doesn't sound great um, looking at it from big picture, seven first-team injuries is still a lot. But for Chelsea's point of view, it's actually pretty good. And Robert Sanchez, I believe, is pretty close, who's the first player listed on this report. And Ben Rabadishil just got injured. And uh, I think Posh said in this presser as well that that doesn't seem to be too serious an injury. I think a groin injury. Um, Mark Kukurea, Wesley Fofana, Reese James, Romeo Lavria and Leslie Ugochukwu are the long-term absence tees. And I don't think they're due back anytime soon. So those five, I think, will be on the injury report for a little bit longer. But I think Badia Shule and Sanchez should be back soon. So we will potentially be down to five first-team injuries coming up, which will be absolutely fantastic. In terms of Posh's presser, I think he was generally quite positive. I think he still keeps hammering home the point of uh, the squad being very inexperienced and to sort of have the expectancy level of the of the fans change a little bit from, from where it is at the moment I think which I agree with in general but I do think he needs to be careful to keep hammering that home because I'm not sure it's being received in an incredibly positive way he also talked about the age average age of the squad and he said he didn't want to select you know such a young team every week but obviously that is the the nature of the squad that we have at the moment and you know I think again that's a that's a fair point that I don't think really ideally you want to be selecting the youngest average age team in the Premier League when you're trying to compete at the top end of the table as many expect Chelsea to do and I'm sure that will be addressed in the summer as we potentially target a few more experienced players to add to the squad in terms of team, I think a lot of people before Badish Shule's injury would have liked to just see the same again because we played so well on Wednesday night against Villa that I think you know there was a good chance that he would just trot the same team out. I think with Badish Shule out now, I think you probably see Thiago Silva return. Levi Colwell is back in full team training, but I think potentially will make the bench or maybe won't quite make it on Monday night. So I think you just see Silva return for Badia Shile and we play a team of Petrovic, Chilwell, Silva, Dezazi, Gusto, Fernandez, Caicedo, Gallagher, Jackson, Palmer, Madweke. I'm not I'm not sure they're gonna change too much. And that might be um to the disappointment of experienced players like Raheem Sterling, um who's obviously featured a lot for us this season, but I just think you make can make a strong argument that, that that team shouldn't be changed for Monday night's game. I think they've had a decent amount of rest for the game. Um, and I think when you're looking forward to, to matches in the future as well, we don't play Man City until 5.30 on Saturday. So decent uh, rest period for the team, five days, where we don't need to worry too much about fitness or rotating. And obviously we played on Wednesday. So nice breaks in between the games for us. And then we don't have another game until the League Cup final the following Sunday. So we can have another eight days rest after that. So I think lots to think about for Posh. Obviously, how to deal with with Sterling's potential absence from the first team and how he'll react to that. 
um, I think is an uh, interesting one for him to manage. But yeah, I think if you're being strong, and obviously he's talked a lot about this season that being a meteocracy in terms of the selection of the team, I think if you stand by that, um, I don't think really you can argue against a front three of Jackson, Palmer and Madwake after they looked so good on Wednesday night. When we look at Crystal Palace, they're missing probably their three best players. It's a great time to play Palace. Not only are they in awful form um, and potentially going to be sacking Roy Hodgson uh, in the near future, if not before the game, I think, as a lot of people expected. But they are missing Eze, Elise and Gayu, potentially are probably their three best players. So um, a really great time to play Crystal Palace. Um, they're fighting, obviously, in, for against uh, relegation, I guess, in the, in that area of the Premier League, at least. A lot of teams bunched up around there, um, and they're definitely at risk of getting dragged back down into it, especially if Luton, Forest, Brentford get results this this weekend. Um, so there is a lot of pressure in Crystal Palace. I, like I said, I do expect a manager change in, in the near future for them. I, I don't think they'll see through to the end of the season with, with Hodgson in, in charge. I think maybe a little bit harshly. Um, Obviously, they they haven't really invested in their squad and certainly needed um, some sort of additions. But I think the four-one defeat to Brighton last time out for them was a real, real disappointment. Disappointing one against their their bitter, bitter rivals. And yeah, I mean that is that is absolutely reflected in the odds with Chelsea being one point seven five to win and Crystal Palace being three and a half to one at home. Um, obviously a long shot but I think obviously Chelsea have struggled on in general away and uh, the bookies I think showing that they're not fully bought in on Chelsea being having turned a corner in this game I certainly am not either I think we've seen a lot of inconsistency this season and we've put in some great performances at times halves of matches especially and then just turned up next week and expecting maybe to kick on and, and have turned the corner and just be a massive massive letdown game so I think this sets up to be that potentially, but also I think if we keep the same team and energy, uh, I'm expecting to to for us to put in a good performance. <laughs> I know it feels like a bit of a, a an echo from the Wolves preview where I was really, really high on us, kind of bouncing back from that Liverpool uh, defeat. Uh, but I, I do expect us to play well on Monday night. I, th- I think the energy of the team right now feels great. And yeah, in terms of prediction... I'm going to go 2-0 Chelsea. I think we'll we'll keep a clean sheet in this match. I think Crystal Palace, without um, such uh, key players like Eze and Elise, I think they're, they're really going to struggle to create chances against us. And I do expect us to, to, to come out victorious in the game in some regard. And, and I'll go with 2-0 because I, I do think we'll keep a clean sheet. All right, that's it for the super rapid preview today, seven minutes. And let's go and get a massive win on Monday night up the Chelsea. That's all we've got time for. We hope you're carefree, wherever you may be. And thanks for listening.